Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. just one of those days where you don't want to wake up everything is fitting well we have to stop there <laughs> yes that was the lyrics from limp biscuits break stuff i regret it they are accurate though because sometimes you do just want to wreck the world even if you've just finished a wrestling match sure it's all predetermined but if you're in a mood you're in a mood so i am cyber what culture please do hit that subscribe button for free cake that will never come and this is 10 wrestlers who were shoot pissed as soon as the match was done number 10 Shawn michaels we all know the wwe's partnership with saudi arabia is troubling We've spoken about it before, but the reason it exists is because the sheer amount of money backing the whole thing up. And as we have learned over the years, the one thing that all humans like is stacks of cash, making these events quite bizarre because you literally never know who is going to compete in them. Even if a wrestler has retired for decades, there's every chance they could pop up here, which happened in 2018 at Crown Jewel. Despite walking off into the night in 2008, Shawn Michaels was enticed out of retirement for a tag team match alongside Triple H, This is The Undertaker and Kane, and just to sum it up, it was a mistake. I'm sure the Heartbreak Kid was able to add another story to his house, so what does he care? But for some reason, the world decided it did not want this to go well, and man, it was a mess. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong, including Kane's mask being knocked off at one point, which I don't think has ever happened before. And after the bell rang, Michael sat in the corner and just did not look happy at all. He knew. How could he not? They all know. He even mouthed to Triple H that we're too old for this shit. But honestly, when this took place, it just seemed destined for disaster. It was not meant to be. Number nine, The Undertaker. This one is like you being at work and someone comes storming into your office and just throws a cup of hot coffee over your lap. Then they scream in your face. You're probably just going to want to go home. We go back to Saudi Arabia again, which surely is trying to send us a message. Because at Crown Jewel 2019, The Undertaker and Goldberg were booked in a dream match. I still say I don't think this ever was a dream match, but meh, whatever. As already mentioned, these premium live events have to be stacked with stars of yesteryear, so we ended up here and... Well, it did not go smoothly. From the first second, it was just so damn dangerous with Bill busting himself open almost instantly. And when he went to hit the jackhammer on the dead man, my word. I think we all freaked out thinking he was dead. He landed right on his head. After Taker sat up, you could see on his face that he was raging. And given that he then proceeded to dump Goldberg on his skull after the fact, both wrestlers looked like they were ready to burst. This was such a miss, even they both came out and said, whoops. And honestly, never watch this. It's not worth it. 
a damn horror movie. Number 8, Sting. Happening in TNA back in 2011 at the Victory Road pay-per-view, it is still nuts this went down as it did. For those that don't know, it was Sting versus Jeff Hardy in the main event. When Hardy made his entrance, it was quite clear he wasn't right. As it turned out, he was completely off his face. Sadly, Jeff's personal problems have been well documented and I genuinely hope he gets the help he needs. But on this night, we were in the position where an intoxicated man was in the ring in front of fans ready to fight. Not entirely sure it should have got this far. TNA management realized this too and sent Eric Bischoff out there, who literally said to Sting, hit a move and hold him down. And while he said the same to Hardy, I'm not sure he heard much of anything. This did mean that Sting had to force him to the mat and stop him kicking out. I mean, good grief. Given that the real life Steve Borden has always been the most professional man ever, he was ready to lose it, even replying to the crowd's chance of bullshit by saying that he agrees, as he should have done, as is wrestling at its worst. Number 7, Austin Aries. Austin Aries seems mad all the time these days, but he was definitely pissed back here. We go to TNA once more, or Impact as they were in 2018 and the Bound for Glory event, where AA was all set to take on Johnny Impact for the world title. That all happened as expected, but as soon as Johnny hit his finish and won, Aries dusted himself off, stood up, and stormed away. It wasn't even an attempt to sell the thing, and fans assumed this was done as an outside-the-box way to build interest in a rematch. Maybe that was true, but given we never got it and Ares is still kind of annoyed about it all, I suppose he just lost it and threw a mini tantrum. It's the worst decision because it takes what wrestling is and throws it out the window, but I suppose this one is out there for you to make your own mind up. He certainly does look mad to me, though. He wanted to be the champ. Number six, Caitlin. Wrestling is hard. It's important to underline that when we talk about what we're going to talk about, because you can't just wave a magic wand and be good at it. That's ridiculous. So when Maxine and Caitlin had a match in October 2010 during an NXT when it was still some sort of weird reality show, everything went bad. Clearly, both women needed some extra time training, and at one point, an atomic drop turned into an accidental spear. It just was not clicking. Someone also gave Michael Cole the advice to start crapping all over this which made it even worse because it was so mean-spirited and when it was finally done you could tell that caitlin was livid she knew what had gone down and was basically looking into the distance realizing things had not gone well a bad day at the office then and maybe next time we shouldn't kick these people when they're down they probably feel bad enough number five natalia and now we get to the first one that has a big old asterisk attached to it because i still don't really get what happened taking place in july 2022 at a house show it was indeed natty versus Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's title. It was going fine when Morgan dropped Neidhart with the Oblivion and won the thing, but as soon as the referee counted three, Nat jumped up, yelled at someone or something, and left. She was pointing her finger to and seemingly losing her rag, and yes, she had just no-sold the finish. The only info we got was from the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, who said that something did go awry, but it was soon sorted out. What does that even mean? Some have subsequently said this was some weird shoot angle to get attention, but I really doubt that. Just confused everyone before we all forgot. Surely you would have brought this to TV if that was the idea too, and we did not do that. Natalia did look pretty pissed, however. (laughs) Wrestling is crazy. Number four, Brock Lesnar. Even though it was his comeback match, Brock Lesnar knew he was losing to John Cena at Extreme Rules 2012. Of course he did. That's just how wrestling works. It was stupid because the Beast had just returned, but you know the deal. He had left years prior to do other things, and therefore he must be banished. Very smartly, the whole thing was booked to make it seem like Brock was just trying to beat the crap out of Cena for real, and yet when all was said and done, it was Lesnar who was raging because he thought John had worked recklessly. 
it what? Because go and watch this and get back to me. If there was even a tiny bit of truth in it, it absolutely would be because Brock was doing the same and more. Dude was an animal. He was truly mad though, especially as he thought the post-match was meant to be Cena being stretched out to sell the beating. And that didn't happen. We got a promo instead, with John kind of acting like this was no big deal. Brock was so furious, he went off at Mark Carano backstage and even said he was quitting. <laughs> I tell you, there was something weird to all of this. Potentially another way to remind Lesnar what he did in 2004 wasn't cool. All worked out in the end though, the mayor of Suplex City would never lose his temper again. Yeah, right. Number three, Shawn Michaels part two. One of the first things you learn when you try and become a professional wrestler is respect. You've got to hold your opponent high in your thoughts because let's face it, you are putting your safety in somebody else's hands. As long as everybody remembers that, we should all be safe and happy. As soon as the bell rings though, all bets are off, as we found out at WrestleMania 12 after Shawn Michaels had defeated Bret Hart in a one hour Iron Man match. It was the first time HBK had won the WWF world title, which is a big deal. But sadly within this moment, Sean turned to referee L. Hebner and told him to tell the hitman to get the flub out of my ring. He definitely did not say flub. Sean is clearly annoyed for whatever reason, whereas Hart is dejected. Not sure you want to do the favors for someone and then be told to do one. Obviously, this whole feud runs deep to the point we have multiple documentaries about it, but still, people were mad. Number two, Chris Jericho. Going down at SummerSlam 2016, WWE, for reasons that will never make sense, booked the ending of Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton to be the former UFC champion busting Randy open for real. He bludgeoned him with elbows in horrific scene, and while everybody had agreed to it, it was still very legit, hence why when Jericho saw it, he was livid. As far as he knew, Lesnar was taking liberties, and after he stormed into the backstage area with no answers, he confronted Brock as soon as he came through the curtain. I mean, that's a terrible idea, but the balls of Jericho... (laughs) Yes, that was a pun. Chris went into this on the True Geordie podcast, where he admitted he was ready to bite Lesnar's nose off if needed, and just as it was about to explode, Vince McMahon jumped out of his chair to confirm it was a work. You do have to respect Jericho here, however, for standing up to what he thought was right. And yeah, he was pissed. So pissed, he was happy to scrap with a guy who had stood at the top of the MMA heavyweight scene. That is madness. Number one, Bret Hart. Nope, it's not the one you're thinking of, although that is valid. We are going to end with some good old-fashioned kayfabe goodness. More people should do stuff like this. Going down to the 1990 Survivor Series when the Dream Team were taking on the Million Dollar Team, it ended when Ted DiBiase reversed the momentum of a Bret Hart crossbody and used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up to get the win. Rather than act like this was a fluke, Hart sat up, looked out into the distance and shouted f**k because he realized he had just been bested by a legitimate reversal. So he was angry with the event, he was angry with himself, and it genuinely felt like he was mad, which gave the result all the importance it needed. It's genius this, I still love it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.